people might ask, Tom, are you really going to be celebrating when you basically just beat the equivalent of a high school JV football team? And my answer to all of those people is hell yes. Grassy Pussy Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. This win made 2020 feel a little bit better. Grassy, and today we will be breaking down the Green Bay Packers win over the San Francisco 49ers, 34-17. to Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on the Patreon side of things, we have... Tom Grassi loves Golden Tate. Fake news. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Mark Kearns, we have Zero Cal, and we have Jonathan Esquivel. Thank you very much for your support. It is much appreciated. So the Packers headed into Santa Clara after a week full of turmoil and questioning A.J. Dillon tested positive for COVID-19 earlier, which meant that Jamal Williams and Kamal Martin were going to be out. David Bakhtiari was still going to be out of this game. Kevin King was still going to be out of this game. We didn't know if we were going to have a running back. And then it was announced at the last hour that Aaron Jones was going to participate, and that's just for the Green Bay Packers. Taking a look over at the 49ers side, obviously they have their entire team on IR, and on top of that, Jimmy G is out indefinitely. George Kittle is out for eight weeks. And so we kind of faced a practice squad here. However, due to past experiences, I was still pretty darn nervous considering, you know, both games last year. And so heading into this, I was not going to take the 49ers lightly. And if you take a look at how they played the Seattle Seahawks, even at the very end, Nick Mullins was able to lead them to 20 points in the fourth quarter. So this could have been anybody's game. But thankfully, the Green Bay Packers came out swinging and they never really let up. Rodgers going 25 for 31 on the day, 305 yards and four touchdowns, continuing to make his name known for the MVP race against Russell Wilson. Aaron Jones on his way back went 15 for 58, had a great first drive. And then you had even Irvin going for 72 yards, who was incredibly versatile and was well used in the passing game as well as the running game. Devontae Adams had another phenomenal game going 10 for 173 yards and one touchdowns, which was a beauty on the first drive uh, over the shoulder throw. He is also the first player with 600 receiving yards and eight touchdowns in the first six games since Randy Moss in 2007. So yeah, pretty good company. In addition, you had MVS going two for 83 for two touchdowns. And this was after a huge drop that would have gotten a first down for him and everyone going, including myself. MVS, what are you doing? Well, he made up for it this evening and showed off his speed getting behind the secondary. So the offense played pretty darn well, recovering from the you know, things that happened on Sunday against the Vikings. Over on defense, they also showed the hell up. I was very concerned about their rush defense heading into this game, regardless of who they had in the backfield, and they proved me wrong. Z had one forced fumble on the day. Raven Green had an interception. Preston Smith had a bunch of big plays as well, and they made Nick Mullins' life a little bit difficult. Mullins went 22 for 35, 291 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. McKinnon held to 52 yards and 
one touchdown. However, Richie James over on the 49ers went nine for 184 and one TD. Some of that in garbage times, but considering all the wide receivers that were out for the 49ers, James was the really the guy who benefited from that. But the Packers got up to a 21 to three lead in halftime. They allowed only 14 points in the fourth quarter, none in the third quarter, and they pretty much just decimated the 49ers. Now, that being said, a couple of notes here. One, we lost a bunch of people to injury during this game. Jair Alexander went out with a concussion. You had Bakhtiari, who was already out. You had Chris Barnes, who went out. You had Ricky Wagner, who went out. So there was a number of people who went out during this football game. And thankfully, the good news is, is that they have about a week and a half to rest up until the Jaguars. And I also want to make it clear, too, that, listen... The 49ers are a beat-up football team. The Green Bay Packers should have won this game, and I'm glad that they are able to put in a dominant performance. Does this mean that Mike Pettin is off the hook? Absolutely not. Because he showed up and he was able to stop a bunch of, you know, third and fourth string players, you know, I- I'm I'm not going to kind of jump conclusions and be like, oh, okay, everything is fine now. That being said, Shanahan is a great coach. You know, the 49ers are still a good football team. They're a competitive football team. And this is a big win for the Packers who really needed to get the taste of the Vikings loss out of their mouth. And they did just that. Now they have a little bit of time to rest. They're 6-2, and and things are looking pretty good for the Green Bay Packers, at least for another week. Their next few games coming up, I think, are very winnable. Some of the tough games that might come up are the Colts, and obviously you have the Bears in a few weeks. But... Right now, the Packers are in control of their own destiny. We'll see if that defense is going to be able to continue to improve. We'll see how the injuries play out in terms of the guys who went out today and the guys who have been out for a long period of time. We should be getting guys like Alan Lazard back relatively soon. He might be able to suit up for the Jaguars game. He was pretty darn close, according to Matt LaFleur. And while I know there are a lot of Packers fans that were disappointed that the Packers didn't really make any moves at the trade deadline, like getting a Will Fuller, the offense, I think, kind of proved that you know, they can definitely be serviceable without him. You have Aaron Jones back, who is a major, major weapon. Once we get Alan Lazard back, I think that this team will be humming a little bit better on offense. The question will, of course, then be, can the defense continue to perform? We shall see. But let me know what you think down in the comments below about this 49ers game. Do you feel a little bit better about the Packers season right now? Or are you looking at this as a game that should have been won and this kind of proves nothing at the point? Let me know. You can always send me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy. All social media is down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy. And, of course, the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go.